0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Rise and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of us four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Grace. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Lauren. So a couple of weeks ago, we made an episode of what it was like to be a student during quarantine. And surprisingly, a lot of teachers at our school found it like pretty insightful, so you know, we were just glad that we could provide the perspective for them. So I thought it would be really fun to talk about another topic that both adults and people our age could think about, and that's parenting. Today, I want to talk about our parents, specifically Asian parent stereotypes. And obviously, because we're 14, we can't actually give parenting advice, but Towards the end, I kind of want to talk about what it would be like if we were parents and what kind of parents we think we'll be in the future.
1: So to start us off, what are your parents like? Um, I guess my parents are, like, pretty chill. I used to think that they were strict about grades, but they, like, they really weren't. <laughs> like, I know what's expected of me, and, like, if I get a bad grade, they more focus on, like, helping me understand the material rather, rather than the actual um, letter grade. So I'm really thankful for that. And they mostly just focus on letting me pursue my passion. So they let me, like, take the classes that I want, um, not so much the classes that, like, will look good on the resume. They don't really care about that. They just let me do what I want <laughs> so that I can just have fun while I'm still a kid.
2: I think I'm pretty similar to you. My parents are pretty chill. They do expect like good grades and everything. They expect like 4.0. I think that's more of like my whole family because my dad and aunt, they went to the same high school and they were valedictorian. So I think there's sort of an expectation for me. But my mom is normally like, oh yeah, I understand if you don't have a 4.0, but just try as hard as you can. And I see you guys always on your phone. So I do expect that, but... Yeah, they're pretty chill overall. They encourage me to pursue my passions and everything. So I'm really thankful in that sense.
3: Yeah, I think my parents are pretty similar to all of you guys. They're very supportive of what I want to do. And like I've said in previous episodes, whenever I'm like, oh, I think this might be a cool career. Like, this is interesting to me, then it'll be like, oh, here are your next steps if you want to continue in that. And it's always been with like, extracurriculars it's like the moment you want to like you find it not fun then quit it's always about like having my happiness in mind I suppose
0: I'm pretty similar to all of you guys too in that sense but like for everything else that's not school my parents are very chill only because I feel like I've shown them that you know they can trust me but when it comes to school I think my mom is um, starting to become like a little bit more strict these days. Like, I know she wants me to go to college. Um, I literally, the other day, I went up to my dad and I was like, I'm dropping out. I'm not going to college. And he's like, okay, then drop out. Don't go to college. <laughs> like, I know that my dad really just doesn't care as long as like, I'm happy. But I think nowadays, my mom is pushing me too. Like, pursue that route more. But, you know, I'm still figuring that out. Anyway, um, my friend and I were talking the other day about what it was like to be a firstborn daughter of an immigrant parent or immigrant parents in the US. And we definitely agreed that there was a difference between how our parents treated us versus our younger siblings. So, me and Lauren were the oldest. And then Sophie and Ava, I'm pretty sure you guys are the second child. So, do you guys feel like your parents treat you differently?
1: Um, I wouldn't say, like, differently in a bad way. I think <clears throat> since my brother is two years older than me, so he went through, like, the same schooling program before me. And, like, my parents had him do certain things that worked for him. But then I came along, and I'm, like, <laughs> a little different, I guess. Like, um... I'm more focused on following my passions rather than like um, focusing on like taking the hardest courses all the time. So I think they had to they had to learn how to parent me differently so that it would suit me better. Since for my brother, like I said, he's like really academic, like focused, ac- focused on academics, and I'm not as focused on that. So they had to learn that like. Some of the parenting techniques they use for him aren't going to work for me. So I wouldn't say they treat me differently as in like it's unfair. I think it was like a bit of a learning curve since these days I've especially like started finding what I want to do and my passions. And I have learned that like what I want to do is really different than what my brother wants to do. Like the path I have to take for that is really different. And I guess it took them a bit to get used to that, but I think it's not, like, a bad thing that they treat me differently than him. I think it's, like, they just do what's best for both of us, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think my parents are pretty fair. I mean, they don't really treat my brother and I differently. I mean, there's the same expectations of, like, grades. They, like, they're really fair, to be honest, and I'm really thankful for that.
3: As Grace said, like, I am the oldest, and I have a bigger age gap between me and my brother so the like difference in like academic treatment hasn't been that apparent yet because he is still in elementary school while I'm in high school so I think that's just something we'll see as time goes on and how the expectations form as he gets to be my age and I don't know I think just since he was the younger one and he's like quote unquote the baby of the family you know he gets more attention for sure and also because I'm more of an independent person, I think. He definitely has more like coddling and attention.
0: Yeah, no, like literally, same. I feel like my parents are definitely easier on my younger sister. I'm not sure why, but like, for example, I mean, I was sort of like not the best kid. Like, I was kind of a hard kid to deal with, not gonna lie. But, you know, I've changed so. I I feel I find it really funny when I see my sister acting the same way I did when I was like ten or eleven, and my parents are like so chill about it. They're just like, "And eh, like she'll grow out of it," or they're just like, "Oh, like it's okay. Her feelings are valid." Like no, they're not. And I want them <laughs> <One. to> like <laughs> I want them to like yell at her and be like, "Hey, that's not okay." But they definitely are, like, easier on her. I'm not sure why. I think it's because they know that, like, either way, like, whether they're hard on her or easy on her, she's going to, like, turn out fine Um because I turned out eh, pretty fine, right? So, yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> they're just, you know, they just think that either way, it'll be fine. So they're not hard on her. Um Back to talking about like immigrant parents specifically, there are like a ton of stereotypes about the quote unquote Asian tiger parents. So, all of us have at least one Asian parent. So, I feel like we can talk about this. Do you guys feel like your parents are tiger parents?
3: I don't think so at all. My parents, well, here's the story. When I was in elementary school, I, like, got a bad grade on a test or something, and my dad jokingly said, grades aren't everything. They're the only thing. And I took that to heart, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> but everything's worked out, guys. Don't worry. And I keep t- telling my dad this, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when you did that. And he's like, I feel so bad because, like, now I'm in this, like, weird cycle of being like, self-pressure but I don't think that at all because he feels bad about making a joke about grades so I think my parents are very relaxed on that end
1: so yeah my mom immigrated from the Philippines and she had pretty tough parents growing up but she doesn't like reflect that same parenting style on me like I consider myself really lucky and grateful for my parents because they've never put a ton of pressure on me about grades Because, like, they know I'm a hard worker, so even if I do get a bad grade, they know that I'll work hard to bring it up. And I think I said this earlier, but they prioritize understanding the material rather than the actual, like, letter grade. Like, if I get a B, um, they are going to focus on helping me understand it rather than the grade that's in the grade book. And they also, like, they just let me pursue my passions and... If there's a class that like, you know, perhaps it'll benefit my like uh, college resume, but I don't wanna take it. They're not gonna force me to take it. And then outside of school, my parents are also really chill. Like they don't like helicopter parent me. Like they trust me. They know that um, I know how to take care of myself. So they can let me like walk to downtown or something or walk to my friend's house. And they just, like, they're not focused on me, like, on, like, where I'm going because they they know that I'm not going to, like, do anything crazy. They are just focused on my safety. So, they're, like, text me when you get there, which I think is, like, obviously something that parents should do. So, yeah, I know that there are some parents who, like, keep their kids inside. You know, they don't let them do much outside of school. And, like, I'm really thankful that my parents don't do that.
2: My parents really aren't that strict, and they're definitely not tiger parents. I know my dad's mom, so my grandma, she was pretty much a tiger parent. She was really strict on my dad, but he hasn't really reflected that over on his parenting of me. And my mom, she had really chill parents as well, so that's sort of carried over. I mean, they do have a pretty high standard for grades, but I guess it's sort of justified. And for outside of school, I think they let me do pretty much, they know I'm not going to like do anything crazy or dangerous, but yeah, I think they're really chill and they let me do what I want. And like, as I said before, pursue my passions, even though I don't really know what my passion is, but they've always emphasized that. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think my parents are that strict about grades. But at the same time, like, I feel like their parenting has sort of evolved over the years. Like, in elementary school, my parents were pretty strict about letting me hang out with other people. Only because I'm pretty sure, like, my mom had some pretty, like, terrible experiences um, back in Korea where she lived. So I think they were, like, mostly protective because of that. Um, I remember that like there was this one friend I had, and for some reason, I didn't even like her that much, but for some reason, she always wanted to have a sleepover with me. So every single weekend after basketball and soccer practice, she would come up to my parents and be like, Hey, can Grace sleep over tonight? Like, and she would ask, like, every single week. And my parents would either be like, I mean, sure i guess or they would be like no i mean next time if we plan in advance that would be great and i don't know like her entire family would be kind of like weirded out you know what i mean and i just remember growing up with strict parents like that it was definitely not like it wasn't the best feeling so in middle school i like uh not really rebelled but i was like hey like parents, I'm going to hang out with my friends and you can't do anything about it. Like, let me live my life. And I was um, extra, you know, a teenager, right? I was like going through it. Um, And they were like, whoa, we don't like this either. So now in high school, we've kind of like, um, we kind of balanced out. So if I want to hang out with my friends, I can. Um, There are no, like, conditions or things I have to do before I hang out with my friends. It's mostly, like, really simple things, like Sophie said, safety. Um, I hung out with Ava the other day, and we literally just walked around because it was really nice outside. But I was, like, I went up to my dad. I was, like, okay, dad, so I'm going to go hang out with Ava. I'm going to leave approximately at, like... Two forty-five, 45 and then i'm gonna meet her at starbucks we're gonna stay there for five minutes and we're gonna walk around um i will be home before it's dark i will call you and text you every 10 minutes like i was really like giving him all the details and finally i was like what time do i need to be home he, he just looked at me he's like anytime i guess i don't know and i was like what why weren't you like this when i was in middle school so as you can see my parents is probably like you know, changed a lot. They've changed along with me. Um, but you know, all of our parents are human, which basically means they aren't perfect. I mean, like me personally, based on how my parents are raising me and my sister, um, when I'm a parent, I'm going to try and implement certain things and like avoid certain things. Um, so I kind of want to like think about that for a second. what kind of parent do you want to be for your future kids?
1: Um, I think for me a big thing is going to be like not shielding them from the world, which like okay, that kind of sounds bad, but what I mean is like teach them about things that they need to know from a young age so that it's normalized. Like I'm really lucky because my parents are both doctors, so from like when I was really young, I already knew about like my female anatomy and like what I had to like take care of when I get older, you know. So I think I'll teach them like the same thing about female anatomy if they're born with those body parts so that they know what to expect as they grow older. Because my mom, she told me that she didn't even know about like the menstrual cycle. So she obviously freaked out when that happened. And I didn't because I was educated from a really young age. So I think that's really important. And I'm also going to teach them a lot about safety like how to stay safe when they're on the streets and stuff like that so like stranger danger is obviously one thing but maybe i'll have like a safe word with them but like i saw a tiktok the other day and it was like their safe word was like (laughs) this swear word so then it's like oh yeah nobody's gonna guess that for the safe word so i think that's a good idea and then i'm also gonna try not to yell because like getting yelled at doesn't feel good. (laughs) Like, I don't think yelling ever works at all. So I think what I'm going to do with my kids, like, if we have a disagreement, I think it'll be good to just like sit down and talk about it. So I don't want my kids to grow up in a household like surrounded by yelling. And I'm also oh, yeah, this is the thing I'm big on. Like, if you don't want to hug or kiss your relatives, then you don't have to because I remember I grew up and I was like, obligated to hug all my family members, and it made me really uncomfortable because I'm not, like, I'm not big on physical affection. I never hug or anything like that. And, yeah, I was just really uncomfortable, so I think I'm going to teach them that, like, they have consent over their body. Like, if you don't want to do something, then you don't have to do it. I think that's important. And kind of going on that same route, like, teaching them about consent since that's, like, really important – You know, and, like, maybe I'm going off track a bit, but basically I'm going to educate them about important things so that, you know, they know how to take care of themselves and others and that they grow up, like,
2: in a, like, with a healthy relationship with their mom. I think, for me, similar things to you, Sophie, where it's, like, teaching and educating my child on right and wrong and consent and everything. But also, I feel like, I mean, not too strict to the extreme like tiger parenting, but still within reason, like making sure they have like the good work ethic and everything and make sure they're doing well mentally as well. And I think that's pretty important. I don't want to be like really strict and mean and have my children fear me. But I think having a good like strictness level, I don't know, that doesn't make sense. But I know, Grace, you share a similar sentiment with wanting your parents to have been a bit stricter, but, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
0: I do want my parents to be stricter. I mean, like, it's more of I wish they were stricter when I was younger because I feel like I would actually maybe be, like, talented. I don't know. But I think I want to teach my kids about, like, you can quote unquote like do it yourself like if you really want to be good at something or if you really like want that grade like you have the capability to go out and do it right so i feel like i didn't really learn that until like i don't know this year but um i recently started playing a sport and I was literally so bad. Like, I don't even want to think about how bad I was. I'm still kind of bad, but not as terrible as, you know, before, right? But um, I started getting lessons. um, And I went to, like, the practices four times a week. And I trained and I practiced a ton. And I, like, saw some improvement. And after I saw that improvement, I, I was, like, almost addicted to it. And I was like, wow, like, this is so fun. Like, I actually, like, put in effort, and I, like, saw results. So I want to teach my kids that same feeling. So uh, when my kids are doing something, like, whether it's when they're little kids or when they're, like, grown in the future, um, I want to teach my future kids about that, like, feeling of um, of like discipline hard work but also um, being proud of yourself um, so that I don't have to be like hey go practice and they'll do it on their own if they like it enough and if they don't like it they can always quit so yeah that's my little uh,
3: thing that I'm definitely going to implement in the future for me I think I'd also just take from all of your guys' ideas but I think also um, so just a little background my dad well my grandpa he immigrated from Japan And my dad grew up um, in a small town in the Midwest and his dad was always like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. You have to be like studying religion and all this. Like there was a lot of pressure from that. And so as a result, he is very relaxed with me. And he's always taught about like transparency. And he's like, if something bad ever happens, do not be afraid to call me. I'm not going to be mad. Like, I just want to help you. And so I think I'd also want to carry that on, too any possible children I may have, just teaching that transparency and teaching safety and happiness over anger and whatever. A couple episodes back, um, I was joking
0: around about how uh, my dream was to be that one really well-dressed mom at my kids PTA meeting and I actually wasn't joking around about that that is like one of my dreams so um do you guys kind of have like this image of a parent or I guess it's sort of a spin-off of Sophie's idea like what do you want your future to be it's kind of early to talk about this I know (laughs) but like do you plan on having any kids like do you want a family um have your parents affected your mindset on building a family because i know mine have
2: i think for me i don't really think i would want kids because i know how difficult it was raising me i don't want to be put through the same experience because i'm pretty sure i was a really difficult kid when i was younger and i'm kind of scared of having children because one what if they end up hating me that would not be good and two I, I don't know. I find kids sort of annoying. That sounds really bad. <laughs> you know, they're really... I don't know. I don't know. I just... I don't think I would have kids, but maybe I will. I sort of would want to see how it plays out. I, I'm fine with having kids, but right now, I think they're kind of annoying, so maybe not, but <laughs> maybe my mentality will change.
3: Um, For me, I honestly don't know. Like, lately, I've been living my life very day by day, and... So, and honestly, I don't think I want to have kids because that whole idea scares me. Like the process of birthing a child along with having to raise it and like keep it out of danger. That's a lot. That is a lot. So, I don't know. I mean, it may happen, it might not. We'll just have to see how it goes.
1: Um, same, honestly. Like I um okay, birthing a child? No. Oh, my God. So scary. I can't even imagine doing that, like, holding it for nine months. So maybe, I mean, if I do have a kid, maybe I'll adopt. Because giving birth is so scary, dude. And expensive, also. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, um, I think as far as, like, my parents affecting my mental health, and, I mean, most of my mental health issues are just me. <laughs> but um, I think the only stress I feel from them is just, like, the need to impress them and prove to them, you know, or prove myself to them. Because, like, I just want them to be proud of me. (laughs) And I want to show them that I was worth it, if you know what I mean. Because, like I was saying earlier, like, raising a child is really hard. And it's, like, obviously a huge commitment. (laughs) And, like, I often feel bad for my parents because, you know, they pay a lot of money to take care of me and to allow me to pursue my passions. And they have, like, in a way, sacrificed a part of their life so that they could have me as their kid. And I don't want to, like, burden them any more than I already have. So I feel like I need to prove to them that I'm worth all the money and all the time that they spent on me and that I won't disappoint them, like, that I will succeed not only for myself but for them. Because, like, (laughs) I feel like if I fail, then they have wasted their lives on raising a failure. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, But I've mentioned this before. My brother is really set on a career path. He has like an exact path that he's going to take to get there. He has a whole plan. But with me, I have honestly no clue what I'll end up doing. And I kind of just end up choosing which decision feels right rather than what college it will get me into. Like, for example, doubling up on sciences or taking an extra course. So I just want like I don't want to let them down after... They've been so kind to me to give me all these opportunities um, in the world to do what I love, you know, and I want to show them that just because I don't have a set plan, like my brother, I will still succeed and make them proud that I'm their daughter. And like, that's my main stress when it comes to parenting. So maybe if I do become a parent, I'm going to focus a lot on like, I'm always proud of you. Like, it doesn't matter what you choose to do. I still love you. You're still worth it like I wouldn't I wouldn't take back that decision cuz I feel like that's that's a really hard thing to carry as a child if you know that like you were a difficult child to raise right and you don't and you feel like your parents like resent you for being hard to raise but I think when I'm a parent I'll just I'll let them know that like I still love them no matter how they turn out what career they choose cuz I think that's just really important in like a parent relationship Let's see. Do I want kids?
0: I don't know. I don't really think about this often. I don't think anybody our age should be thinking about this often, but um, I don't know. Okay, first things first, it depends who I get married to because, you know, genetics, like, what if I marry someone that's, like, not that attractive? Then my kids won't be that attractive, <laughs> and I'm just setting them up for failure, so... Um, there's that. And also I've been doing quite a lot of research about climate change um these days because it's super important. And apparently not having a kid is actually really, really good for the environment. We're already overpopulated. Like Ava said, kids can be annoying. <laughs> so. I'm like kind of looking at like all of these options I mean you can adopt you can foster there's so much you can do and I think the world is changing so there's less stigma about you know women should only like their sole reason for existence should be to build a family um it's really changing and evolving and I think I'm changing along with it um I feel like a part of me really wants kids um I want to, like, dress them up in, like, really expensive clothing. And I want to, like, you know, give them everything they want. But I also really want them to be, like, prodigies. And I want them to be, like, famous so I can be famous. Like, I have all these visions for, like, (laughs) my perfect kids. But I guess that's not realistic. And I don't want to, like, put that much pressure on my kids. So I feel like if in the future... I want kids, I, I might have them. But mm-hmm. again, like pregnancy, pregnancy, like all of that is kind of scary. So I'm not sure about that. Um, I feel like here's one thing. Sophie was talking about how her parents have affected her mental health and how that's going to affect her maybe future parenting. And for me, I have come to realize in my long Fifteen years of living, um, you like your parents don't hate you and they're not working against you. I think a lot of my friends, I've actually had a couple of friends who were like rude to their mom. It's always like, why is my parent like doing this thing to like go against me? Like, why are they making my life so miserable? But it's really not that. Your parents just, well, in most cases, your parents just want the best for you. So I've come to learn that teamwork is kind of a cool thing to try out. Like my goal is to be happy. My parents' goal for me is to be happy. So if my parents and I work together to create a life for me and to create a foundation with um, good mental health, good physical health, so I can go out into the world and, you know, be happy, I think that's um, a great way to look at it. I think especially, like, you know, the teenage years, they kind of have, like, this stigma around it. Like, teenagers are the worst time to parent. Um, but I want to make sure that my parents look back and I look back and they're like, huh, like, you know, everybody's saying that teenagers are so horrible, but Grace was, like, actually a really great child to raise. And I want them to kind of view me as somebody who um, works hard and somebody who's kind of like their friend, so that's like the mindset i'm going in with. Um, I kind of like gave some advice there, but um, I know we all kind of have advice to give to not only parents but like kids our age. Um, I think a good relationship has to be worked on from both ends so do you guys have any advice you would like to give? I know our long, like, 14 or 15 years of living isn't, like, probably the best perspective to give advice from, but
1: we still want to share our opinions. So do you guys have any advice? Um, I think, note to the parents, maybe, like, just don't give up on your kid. Like, make sure that they know that you're always going to be there for them. And also make sure you check up on them a lot because I feel like sometimes, like there's a point in my life where I was really distant from my parents. I kept to myself a lot and those happened to be the moments where I was struggling the most. So they were like the last ones to find out that I, you know, did a couple things (laughs) uh, that I was struggling a lot. So I think like really make sure you check up on them. It doesn't matter how fine they seem because, you know, people are really good at hiding things. So that's my note to parents and to sons and daughters or children in general, like you don't have to prove yourself to your parents. Like they already love you, you know, they're like, they don't regret having you as their kid. I know that was a big thing for me. Like I often thought like, oh wow, I'm a terrible kid. I'm so hard to raise. Why are they spending so much time on me? But you You have a purpose, and you don't have to prove that to them because everybody here has a purpose. And even if you haven't found out, you know, what you want to do or anything like that, you still are enough. You don't have to have a set plan to prove yourself to them. You don't have to follow a traditional path to be successful. You don't have to take the hardest classes. You just need to do what you think is best. Like, what I do, I just, like, I follow – my heart rather than my brain a lot of times (laughs) because I feel like sometimes that's the best way to do things because like the steps that you take to get where you end up um doesn't like it's it's different for everyone like some people even go back to college some people don't even go to college like and your parents if they're good parents will support you through all of that so you you should know that you can rely on your parents you know they're gonna Help you do what's best for you. And I think that's important to know as a kid. And also just be nice to your parents because, you know, (laughs) like you'll realize in the long run how important they are to you. If I were to give like a little message
0: to any parents of teenagers specifically, I would just say that balance is key, like the perfect balance of setting boundaries and being strict, and then also letting them live their life. Because I don't know, everybody says that like, teenage years, it's like the only time when you have like, that amount of freedom, but also not that much responsibility. And people, all humans deserve to feel careless for a bit like they deserve to feel stress free and just happy. And I think the best thing you can do for your kid is to let them experience that because I know this is kind of like not the most conventional way of looking at things, but I look at things like this. If I make a big mistake now, it's not gonna affect me as much as it would like 10 years down the line because 10 years down the line, I'll actually have to take responsibility for it. Um, I'm an adult. And it's kind of hard to come back from that. But if you make those ex- mistakes and you like feel those experiences as a teenager, then you'll be like, okay, so I'm never gonna do that again. Or like, that's bad, that's good. And I don't like have the, not really um, the want, but sort of like the peer pressure. Like, I don't have to do that anymore. So 10 years down the line, you'll know, like, hey, that's not a good thing to do. And I know that's really vague, but I think this situation or this idea can apply to a lot of different uh, things. So I think that's a cool way to look at things. Um, definitely just, like, let your teenagers live their life because that's the best thing you can do for them. Um, but, you know, also setting boundaries. I think for teenagers or i doubt kids listen to our podcast but in case they are just for any son or daughter or however you identify um i said this before your parents are not like trying to work against you like they're not going out of their way to make your life miserable um most of the time they love you and they support you and they want the best for you and They can express that many different ways, and you have to understand that um, just like you have trouble expressing things, your parents have trouble expressing things. Like, um, this is kind of a fun thing that I think most uh, kids with Asian parents can relate to, but fruit, cut up fruit. That's like an Asian language. Um, It's
1: like a motif
0: it's a motif, basically. So I think, I don't know, some parents might express their love by, you know, cutting up watermelon and bringing it up to your room. And some parents might express their love by words, or maybe it's like body language, acts of service, um, gifts, like whatever it may be. Um, they only want what's good for you. So it's your job to communicate what you think is good for you and what you want and what you need because nobody actually knows that stuff but you and believe it or not your parents can't tell what you want need um, and it's your job to let them know so communication is one thing nobody is a perfect parent and nobody will ever be a perfect parent so to any moms or dads out there listening to this Don't feel pressured to live one way or another. We're all different, and we have different ways of doing things. So, like, whether you are a soon-to-be parent, or you're interested in being a parent, or maybe, like, your kids have all graduated and left the nest, or maybe you're just like us, and you don't even want to think about that yet. Whatever it may be, we hope that you learned a little something or at least gained a little perspective um, of what it's like to be a teen in today's world. Thank you so much for listening. Check out our Instagram, Rice and Shine podcast, and we'll see you next time.